The views and opinions expressed on Deliberately Linked are entirely those of the host, who are completely responsible for all show content. These views and opinions are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure in any way any kind of condition, or to promote any specific lifestyle, belief, religion, political affiliation, or personal practice. Nor is the information presented deemed to be accurate or verifiable. What is up, Deliberately Linked viewers? Lace them up and lock it in. Because on today's show, we gather here today to discuss accountability in the foundation of your leadership skills and identity. Yeah, and you know, we've, we've spent a lot of time kind of off and on uh, under the topics of leadership. And, you know, we just did a, the, the show on identity and the importance of identity and uh, some of these areas. And really, it's kind of led us to hear to how important accountability is to all these things. Um, the impact that it has, uh, the, the ways in which uh, it, it should be done uh, in the right ways, um, and just encompassing all those things, it, it made us realize that, you know, the topic of leadership, it, it probably never ends. I mean, we could talk <laughs> right. about it for show after show after right. show, but, but not addressing accountability almost uh, leaves you unprepared. Yeah. Well, Mark, and honestly, what I was preparing for this show last night, and I told Ashley, I was like, I need to be careful because I might blow up on this show. Because I think one of the biggest issues in our society today is, A, we live in such a PC culture. Oh, yeah. All right? Yeah. And individuals nowadays, because of living in a PC culture, the result of that, individuals aren't holding themselves accountable in a lot of aspects of their life. I think parents don't hold themselves accountable to their parenting. I think kids don't hold themselves accountable to their mistakes. And I, I, I look back at past generations and I'll be completely honest with you. I am, you know, if God blesses Ashley and I to have children one of these days, we will be a household that spanks our kids. Sure. And Ashley at times has disagreed with that, although she sees um, where I'm coming from. But I think the reason I bring this up on accountability is because Households nowadays, that is few and far between of that true disciplinary amongst their children. And I think where, because of this PC culture we live in, individuals don't hold themselves accountable as if a parent would hold their child accountable from mistakes that they have made. And I just, this, when you brought this topic up, Mark, I just think it's such a great topic because it's an, it's an art, it's a skill, it's a, it's a talent, it's, it's a thing that we have all lost. Sure. And Today's show, I hope we can all walk away from being able to hold not only ourselves accountable, but others accountable. But we're going to dive into deep into this show and kind of what that's going to look like. I have a ton of thoughts on your comment about spanking. <laughs> okay. That's literally a show in itself. True story. I, I uh, don't disagree with you. We could talk about that for days um, in, in all the areas of that. Um, but no... I, I think of a lot of people, and I think a lot of people listening to this are going to agree exactly what I say. We say, I've heard it said for years now, oh, this generation of entitlement. Well, let me tell you something. There's a generation of entitlement because there's not a generation of accountability. Correct. You know what I mean? So if you have entitlement with no accountability, therefore, that's where your lack of leadership is, and that's where these kids don't have their identity. Mm-hmm. Because their identity rests in entitlement. Yeah. It doesn't rest in hard work. It doesn't rest in um, adversity and overcoming obstacles. No, they don't have these things. That's why accountability is so important. And when you think about accountability, you instantly have to draw that line straight to responsibility. Mm-hmm. So without those things, then we wonder why we have a culture of people who just don't take responsible right. responsibility for anything. Yeah. And it's all the finger pointing. And then we wonder why we have all the discourse that we have. It's real. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I think for anybody listening today, I mean, you're going to hear a lot of things that are spoken today in a sense of, once again, like a business mindset. But understand this. Your house is your business. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, you have to look at it that way. You have to look at yourself as a CEO of your home. Right. You know, you have to uh, open yourself up to that way of thinking because we could sit here all day and try to blur the lines for you. But the reality is it's all relatable and applicable no matter where you're instituting it. Even if you're doing it within your friend group or your football team or your basketball, whatever, mm-hmm. you just have to think of yourself that way. Because as we said, we're all called to lead. We all have to have that leadership in whatever area that we have. Um, but it's also very important, too, that that is all done with a sense of accountability. For sure. And Mark, you brought up this 
the business side of it, guys. And and so many of us hear the word business and we, we automatically think, it, okay, it's related to, related to some kind of monetary value. And, and I, I kind of wanted to highlight again what Mark said, life, life, life is a business and everything that we do. And if we don't structure things like you should structure a monetarily based business, that is where you're going to fall short. So whatever sector you fall into on today's show, stay in that sector and be Find yourself how you can relate what is said today and how you can apply it to your life. Because whether it's leadership, whether it's self-discipline, whether it's um, accountability, whether it's respect, whatever it is, they all play hand in hand. And that's why that's why this leadership series can go on forever. I'm not necessarily saying this is directly in, in hand with our leadership series, but it, it, it's, it's, it's another component. extremely identical. You know, it's and, another component that's very important. Yes. So I... I personally found, you know, thinking of this topic without, with, with trying to keep it somewhat broad and not getting too specific to, again, once again, respect everyone's time, break it down into two categories. And one being, how do you hold yourself accountable? Mm -hmm. What does that look like? And how do you hold others accountable? Um, and so for, for myself, you know, holding yourself accountable is, is step number one. Okay, because I'm a firm believer you can't hold others accountable if you can't hold yourself accountable. And our accountability is instinct is in, intrinsically, excuse me, is intrinsically due, in my opinion, to our why. Yeah. Yeah. So for example, one thing that I <clears throat> have recently struggled with, I'm slowly starting to get a little bit better. And again, what's the word? Holding myself accountable on on this value of my life is my quiet time. Yeah. I have recently have been extremely inconsistent with my time in the word. And you, you might ask, well, so is that intrinsically not, is that not part of your why? Well, of course it's a part of my why, but I have let my priorities of other purposes and other areas of my life that are wise take control over really what we, some could argue the most important why. Yeah. And my point on this topic is if you are not able to identify what your why is, you're mo more, most likely not going to be able to hold yourself accountable to certain tasks. So if your why is holding yourself accountable to the word, or if, if you want to hold yourself accountable to the word, you need to fully understand why it's your why. So I hold myself accountable for all the things that I have to do for the business. Right? Sure. Because that's my why. Yeah. Uh, like day in and day out. It's, it's, it's at least part of my why. But it's important to feed the vision that even started that why. Exactly. And I, and I fall short of that. And so a lot of us say, oh my gosh, I can't, I, I can't make it to the gym. I, I, don't hold my, I can't hold myself accountable for that. Well, is it, is it part of your why? If you can't associate that why within yourself to be held accountable for it, you're going to fail every single time. Guys, holding yourself accountable is hard. Oh, sure. It is extremely yeah. hard. It's a lot easier said than done. I mean, Mark, you could probably definitely agree with that statement. Yep. It, it is, we all struggle with it. No, it, it, it's a, that's the thing about it, though. It's an everyday struggle. It's, it's, a, it's no different than an exercise. And, you know, it's one of the things I wrote down on here. I, I want to go back a little bit to what Josh said. You know, when we talk about uh, things from an entrepreneur business standpoint, you know, I, I, it's not you shouldn't be looking at it from a, a financial uh, lens. You should be looking at it from success and failure. Mm -hmm. And if you're successful, all those other things are going to come with it. And that's why accountability is so important. And when I, when I think of accountability, first and foremost, I think of myself as the CEO of my own life. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You are. <clears throat> sure. So I have, to, I have to begin in that lens mm -hmm. because Josh is right. It starts with you. But the second thing that's also very important with that is, and it's things we've talked on uh, here, especially when we talked about confidence and identity, it, then it goes down to, you know, what you're surrounding yourself in. Because the next level of that is there's times where we miss those moments of holding ourselves self-accountable. Mm -hmm. There's times where we don't uh, feel that internal conviction. Yeah. But if you're surrounding yourself with the right group of people, mm -hmm. whether it's at home, friend group, or in business... Yeah you know, that share that same passion, that share that same mindset, the beliefs, the values. The why. Yes. If they're sharing these things, then they are confident in holding you accountable because as the CEO of your life and as accountability should be first and foremost, very important to you, you should be creating that culture. Mm -hmm. 
And so then therefore the people that are attracted to that culture, they get it. Right. You and know what I mean? And it's hard guys. A lot of us, <clears throat> the reason a lot of us maybe at times in our life find ourselves not putting ourselves around the right people to support maybe our why, our passions and in and, and areas that we want to pursue is a, we know if we put ourselves around the right people, we know they're going to hold us accountable. But yeah. the reason we, we fear, fear that is because deep down, a lot of times we don't want to be held accountable because that means work. That oh, means, sure. It means effort. It means work. It means, it means thinking about it on a daily basis of what you want to achieve. Well, I mean, that, I mean, let's, let's not be serious. Accountability is not always rainbows and sugar. I mean, no. it comes with shame. It comes with uh, regret. Mm-hmm. It comes with failure. But at the flip side of that, the reward for it's so much more because it comes with success and it comes with growth right. and it comes with confidence and it comes with how we talked about an identity, that self-worth. Yeah. Those things are all bolstered because of this. Does that mean there's going to be challenges? 100% there's going to be challenges. Every day. But you know what? Once again, anything worth having is going to be hard and it's going to be difficult. And I love what you said. You know, people don't always want to put themselves into that circle. And I'll tell you why. Number one, they don't know their why. Correct. And if you don't know your why, I, I hate to tell you, you may have, um, uh, you know, m- some success that will be short term, right? But you will not have sustainable success if you're not functioning within your why and your passion. And that is exactly what we recently talked about on our show: is that, that a lot of people do chase that short term success, and and and, and the, guys, this is a game, but it's 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 not it's not a race; it's a marathon, baby. And yeah. we are all chasing that longevity, that long term, yeah. the the everlasting. So if you if you are putting yourself in an area in groups like Mark was just saying of individuals that satisfy that inner satisfaction of you are achieving something, but in hand, they're not holding you accountable for the long-term success. It's failure every day. It's failure every time. And I'll also say this too. One of the other things that they get caught up in this cycle of acceptance. Yes. You know, when we start talking about accountability, accountability is not acceptance. It's not popularity. It's not, uh, you know, trying to fit in. Mm -hmm. No, accountability is a self thing. Right. It's like being true to who you are. Yes. And when you're taking yourself out of who you are to try to fit into another circle, A, if they are holding you accountable, they're holding you accountable to somebody, mm-hmm. something that you're not. So you're never going to succeed there, number right. one. Right. And number two, there will be no growth. Correct. Yeah. So it's just going to be continued failure. And then all those things we discussed, confidence, self-worth, all those things, they will continue to crumble because you're just in the wrong arena. For sure. You're surrounding yourself with the wrong people. It's the wrong culture group. Yeah. And, and a lot of us guys <clears throat> might sit here and ask, okay, well, well, how do we hold ourselves accountable? And, and again, like Mark and I have just been talking on, holding yourselves accountable means surrounding yourself, obviously, with the right people. But holding yourself accountable is, in my opinion, it's a, it's a skill learned over time. And oh, it's, yeah. it's a skill learned over time in the sense of being vulnerable. Yeah, humble. Being humbled, having humility. And in the sense of what I mean by being humbled or being vulnerable is when you're holding yourself accountable, whether it's in the workforce, whether it's in your family, holding yourself accountable means being expressive and open about maybe where you fell short or what you did wrong or what you didn't do. Yeah, mistakes and weaknesses. Exactly. So when you are maybe you're in a leadership position and you need to hold maybe your team accountable on something. You can't hold them accountable until you hold yourself accountable. And and through that like Mark just <coughs> said was so perfectly it is through humility. And I thought of a and a movie that so many of us all know and love hopefully. Um it's it's eight, it's called 8 Mile. It's, oh yeah. It, it, star, yeah. it stars Eminem. That's my and, childhood right yeah, there. Yeah, and it's it it talks about it's it's Eminem's upbringing and his his path through the success that he reached in in really the beginning stages of his his earlyhood. And I I thought of that movie and at the very last scene of that movie. They real quick Eminem is a famous rapper and he had a had a really rough upbringing. Um grew up in the projects and just was this white, um, white, Faced a lot of discrimination. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, uh, you could call it reverse racism. I guess the way today's culture would look at it. Cause he was a young white man in a, a very, uh, high population of, uh, African Americans. And he 
it's not what it's not common to see a white rapper mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's safe to say he wasn't accepted very early on so he went Correct. through a lot of trials yeah, yeah so in this movie he, he you know coming up to bring, be a rapper they go they go to these rap battles sure yeah and at the very last scene of this movie the very last rap battle instead of Eminem typically what rap battles consist of is them making a rap, making fun of the guy in front of them. <laughs> the guy in front of them. Yeah, right. it's, a, it's a competition, one on one. Correct. Rap they battle. go back and forth. Yeah. Well, instead of Eminem making fun of this guy and tearing him apart with his rap, it was a com- complete humiliation of Eminem. He did. He tore himself apart. He tore himself apart, and he annihilated this guy with his lyrics. The guy got the mic. He was up next, and he had nothing to say. He just stole because everything. Eminem yeah. just said, "Hey." This is how bad I am. This is where I failed. This was. This is where I've gone wrong. This is. These are my failures, and and this guy had nothing to say. And that is the same thing when it comes to holding yourself accountable. If you can't say to your teammate in your office and say, "Hey, I failed this, but I expect you to do it better," then how how are they supposed to look at you? Correct. You need to be able to like. This is where I went wrong. I am admitting fault here. Now I'm going to hold the same accountability upon you because I want you to do it just as good, if not better. So now they have no room to say, well, I might be doing this wrong, but you can't even do it yourself. Correct. And I think a good point to, to reference your movie reference is, I, I want people to understand, <clears throat> it's one thing to admit all your failures and then fall into the self-loathing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and what Josh is tapping into that scene is he admitted all these things, owning them, saying, yes. you're not going to tell me anything about myself I don't already know. Okay. Number one. Right. So he's like, I am very aware of all this. All right. But it's like he says, it's just who I am. It's one of his songs. Yeah. This is who I am. You know what I mean? So he's accepted them, mm-hmm. but he also knows these are things I will grow from. Exactly. And at the very end of that movie, uh, his buddy is like trying to get him to move on and go do like their own thing and do the thing. And, and Eminem's like, nah, man, that's just not me. Right. And he sticks to what his core is. Exactly. So yeah, I, I guess some people are like, well, I really don't care about Eminem. And I really like, no, what we're, what we're drawing you to is the example in the movie. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. it, it's just a way of uh, something for you to be able to really tune your regular life. And, and it actually makes perfect sense. I haven't seen the movie in a long time, but it was, it was a good, you know, but, and, and Josh brings this up, you know, that example, I, I think, uh, you know, we, we do say that great leaders delegate and, and they'll delegate things uh, to people uh, with expertise, mm-hmm. you know, and, and their passions. And, you know, that's where you're going to get the most out of these people. You know what I mean? And that's great. Accountability is the one thing that never gets delegated. Correct. It starts with you and then it's expected and then it must be consistent. Yes, it's so hard. And, you know, there's two areas uh, of consistency here that need to be created. And, and I, I was self-admittedly to these people, I have failed at this um, for a long time, thinking I was doing well. And it has just recently revealed to me uh, through prayer and being in the Word that I wasn't mm-hmm. doing it as good as I could have been. I guess some people would look at it and say, yeah, you were doing a great job. And I guess from one stance, you could say that. But from the overall grade, there were areas I was failing, and I've had to uh, approach these things um, and, and seek God's counsel and seek prayer and, and seek ways to improve. And, you know, what he revealed to me was, is in, in James uh, James chapter 2, the conversation goes back and forth, and we've said it on here, you know, faith without works is dead. But the comment is made, you who say you have faith, you know, you show me your faith. I say I have works, and I'll show you my faith through my works. Correct. So the first thing there I want you to understand is, is, is what James is saying is, is even in times where communication and, and, and uh, verbal um, ability is not there, our self-accountability should be seen through our actions yes. and should be known from that. And then you have the flip side to where, yes, we can then express it because the two things match. Mm. So when we want to hold others accountable, and it's a thing where we have to go to them and say, this is what's happening, whether we're a parent talking to our children or whether we're in business. Mm-hmm. Well, now when we go express it to them and they reflect, is our example matching what we're saying? Mm-hmm. You know, And then when we flip to the, the, the side of how we say these things, guys, it's very understandable. Great leaders are not demeaning. Great leaders are not teardown type people. No. They're build you up people, even right. even through uh, discussing weaknesses and yeah. faults. And yeah. the verse I read this morning, and I, I share I haven't shared it with Josh yet. Um, God convicted me that 
where he wanted me in his word is a, a, a book that uh, I have read multiple times. I had no understanding. And I'll be honest with you, if I had to choose for myself, it would have been the last book that I read. And it's the book of Psalms. It's the longest book in the Bible. Uh, it just, to me, it was like reading riddles. Yeah. It just did not compute. Yeah, I, and I can totally relate. That's where he wants me. Yeah. And literally within 10 minutes of reading, I knew why. I mean, uh, Psalms 5, 9, it says right there that, uh, you know, their tombs are, their their throats are a tomb and, you know, their their tongue is dangerous. And I'm like, that so relates to what we're talking about. Right. Because our words and our communication with people can either tear them down mm-hmm. or it can lift them up. So even in accountability, none of our actions are so, so important. Mm-hmm those actions without any communication. But in our communication, it's very important that we realize that our mouths are so are so important to other people. Yeah. Because when we're talking to them, we're literally talking to them as a, a you know, to their deepest of souls when you're talking weaknesses and failures. Mm-hmm. And we need to make sure we're doing that in the proper way. Well, yeah, and we talk about on the show Mark all the time about delivering. I I love yeah. I love where you're going with this because it it truly dives deep into through this, I think it's, you know, it just kind of hit me here. It's so unique that through holding others accountable is in hand holding yourself accountable to hold others accountable and, and how you do it in the delivery aspect of it. I mean, we, we all want high performance uh, out, of, out of our family. We all want high performance out of our team, our, yeah. our, our, our unit that we work with, what, whatever it is. But to drive, you need to drive accountability into your people. And by doing that is through the delivery, like Mark is talking. If you can't speak with a sort of compassion and relatability and and love and understanding and trying to, again, put yourself from their perspective of why they might be doing something or not understand something, you, you, there will be no connection of accountability because you aren't able to see things from your lens. And I, and I, I got kind of got to thinking of how, how I personally hold some of my teammates accountable inside, inside our, our workplace. And, you know, I, I kind of broke it down into just a few different stages and, and these are easily, you know, open for discussion and you can choose different wordings and, and different stages on how you can go about this. But it, you know, per, pertaining particularly to myself and visionary meals, I, I am the one to hold our team accountable on a lot of things. And if, if I'm not holding myself accountable, I can't hold them, them accountable, correct? correct? And, and through holding them accountable often looks like correcting shortcut, shortcuts or mistakes, you know, that they are making. And just basic, I mean, you, I, I've heard it all the time. Visionary meals, no one will care about visionary meals more than I do. I mean, it's my sure. baby. It's sure. my baby. Sure. Right? Other than, other than obviously God that has been put it onto my heart. But when, when delivering... The, what Mark was saying, guys, when delivering a and, and you can you'll be able to elaborate on this a little bit more, Mark, because I, I just think it's so so many of us. The hardest part about holding people accountable is holding them accountable. Well, yeah, it's it's, being, we're being critical. Yeah, because everyone wants we're, we're bred. We're, we're brought up to avoid confrontation. And well, accountability, the, I hate to break to you folks, accountability is viewed as a negative thing. It is because you, you're not holding people accountable to positive things. You're holding them accountable to negative things to create positive things. Right. Affirmation would be when we address them for the positive things. Correct. Yes. yes. And, it, and it, 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 they always, they do need to marry. It needs to 100%. be- 100%. It needs to be a balance. And on that hand, you need to know, you need to know who you're working with. I heard something the other day that um, millennials that that are in the workforce for the the boss, their leader, their 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 higher their higher stage individual to come to them for a millennial. They reference that they relate to that as a good thing. They're like, okay, my boss is coming to me because any good leadership individual knows that millennials are going to need praise. Sure. Now, older generations, non millennials, when a boss comes to them, it's oh crap, what's It's always I negative. Wrong? Yeah. So it's better to be seen and not heard. Exactly. And yeah. so that's my thing is in the sense that knowing again, who are you delivering this message mm-hmm. to? But when it comes to delivering the message, so many people want to jump down an individual's throat on why they did what task and, and what, what, what went wrong about it. And when, especially when it's a new task to an individual, it becomes, it comes teaching. 
right? You need to teach them. And then if they can't understand it after the teaching stage, okay, then it might be time to get a little bit more firm in your delivery in the, in the sense of reminding them why we do it. If, they, if you teach them and they do it wrong, in my opinion, from my experience, and it's a very little experience, but from my experience, an individual does not respond better, especially in my, in my career, in my field, an individual will not respond better to me jumping down their throat after one set of teaching. You go, hey, this is why we plate this dish this way, mm -hmm. right, Mark? Mm -hmm. If they can't comprehend that, you remind them again, once again, why you do it this way. And then if that doesn't work, in my opinion, a lot of people think, hey, if they can't, if they can't understand after you teach them and you remind them, you need to get up, you need to, you need to step, step on their throat and be like, Hey, this is unacceptable. In my opinion, I, I typically go back to the soft stage. Okay. Now, again, this is just in my wheelhouse on the football field or something else like that. It's different in coaching and a lot of other aspects and careers. But in my opinion, back to the soft, this means what don't you understand about the process that we are performing? Okay. You teach them, they fail. You remind them, they fail. Then you say, Hey, what don't you understand about this process? If they can explain it to you, you reteach them. And then after that, if, it, if they continue to fail, I think a one-on-one -on -one conversation needs to be had. Well, it may okay. not be for them. It may be a thing where they're in the wrong arena. Exactly. You either put them in a new position or you terminate them. But this is the accountability that I think so many, of us, so many individuals and I struggled with and I've learned the hard way and I continue to learn. And Mark's been in the same situation in multiple avenues of his life. I just know it that we just as a society, as leaderships, we, we tend to struggle with instead of teaching someone, we just, we, we expect them to learn it. Guys, if it's your wheelhouse, they're not always going to learn it as fast as you learn it. Well, I think it's, I think there's many areas to, uh, to touch on what you brought up. I think what's important is number one, this is why accountability is a, is a cycle. It's a, it's a, a big circle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cause number one, you as a leader, whether you're a mom and dad or a business owner, whatever it may be, if you're just leader of your department, whatever it is, it is your job to hold yourself accountable to know who you're working with. Number one. Yeah, good point. To know who they are, to know, you know how they function, how their communicate strengths are, all those things, okay? You're accountable for that mm -hmm. because if you're expecting to get the best out of them, you better know how they function the best. Yes. Now, as an individual working under somebody, I'm accountable to not only exercise my strengths, but to be working to improve my weaknesses, okay? Mm -hmm. So I can be well-rounded. Right. Now, on the on the flip side of that, this is all situational. Josh brought up coaching. For a most part, and I say for the most part, lots of kids who play any sport at a high level have very similar thought processes and learning processes. So the 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 change there, or the way you have to manipulate those things, is much smaller compared to like even home or business, mm -hmm. okay? Because uh, people are there with this common interest already, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. And at home, five kids, all of my children, completely different learners, right? You know, in conversation with them is completely different. Yeah. So it's my job to hold myself accountable. And I'll tell you a great story, non full disclosure here. My wife and I just had to have a conversation with our daughter. And, you know, it was a, it was a serious topic. You know, we had to be serious and People, you know, or uh, there's emotion involved. Obviously, there's emotion involved in everything. And at the end of the conversation, my wife looks at me and she says, honey, there's nothing wrong with anything that you said. She said, I agree with everything that you said. She goes, it was the way you said it that was not right. And I was like, what? And I just looked at her. But here's the thing. My wife was holding me accountable and yeah. pointing out something. And as I reflected on it, she was right. She was right. And so what do I do? I'm the dad. I'm the head of this household. I go straight to my daughter and I apologized. Good for you. Completely humbled myself and said, you know what? It's not that I would take anything back, but I would completely change the delivery. Yeah. And, and I apologize for that. And I even told her, I, I, I apologize because I pray that, you know, you'll forgive me. So therefore that forgiveness cycle, and it's not like, you know, this long-term scar that continues to boil over. You know what I mean? I had to humble myself. That's Okay. But, you know, in, in all of these situations, one of the things God tells us all the time, God tells us, be slow to anger, be slow to speak, and quick to listen. Yeah. You want to be accountable? Practice those things. Right. Because there's times, like Josh said, I'll remind somebody, I'll reteach them, but do you ever ask them? Do you ever listen to them? Like, what's their hang-up? Right. You know what I mean? You don't always know until you listen. And that's the thing, Mark. I mean, I think a, a big part of living in a PC culture nowadays 
is be, before that, people maybe did not focus on delivery. And mm-hmm. and just because just because we live in a PC culture does not mean the truth can't be delivered. The truth can be delivered, but more so speaking, because of today's culture, that is why delivery is so important and being able to how is that individual going to receive either the critiquing, criticism, coaching that I'm going to deliver? But this also goes back to raising generations without accountability. Right. Because I've told all my children, all my children played athletics and they would come home and they would share experiences. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mom wants to, to love and comfort, which is great. And everyone, when they would come, everyone has a role. Yes. And when they would come to me, I would say, what was said? Not, don't tell me the experience, what was yeah. said? Yeah. And I would tell, I would tell Autumn, first of all, yes, coaches, we need to be accountable. But on the flip side of that too, I told, I told the kids, you got to remember you're in, it's a high intensity zone. I mean, it's no different than on the fire ground. There's shouting and screaming all the time. You don't listen. I grew up in a place that you didn't listen to how they were saying you were listening to what they were saying. Yeah, for sure. Now we're in a culture where how you're saying is mm-hmm. so important because you could say the same thing. And you're going to get two completely responses yeah. because people listen so much more uh, personally. Right. Back then, I didn't take anything personal. Which honestly, it it is scenario based, and I think there you depending what wheelhouse you're in, and this is the part that I just get extremely frustrated with our society nowadays, is because yes, there are certain avenues in life where delivery like that of being relatable is more than necessary. Yeah. But in times, in hand from our PC culture that we live in, so many individuals, when the truth is delivered, and maybe it's not delivered in the way they want to hear it. Oh, yeah, they mark it out. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in one ear and out the other. But sometimes, I, I'll almost contradict what I just said a little bit. Sometimes an individual needs to not only hear it, but they need to feel it. Sure. Because it is extremely more impactful. They need to understand the seriousness or the level of it. Exactly. The intensity of it. Okay. I think of my playing days in college. Yes. If a coach said, Josh, we can do that a little bit better instead of Josh, we can do like yelling at me with a couple F words and (laughs) other words in, in, in the mix of that, not saying it's right. Trust me, it sticks a lot deeper than it will based on that delivery. But that is all based off the scenario and situation sure, that you 100%. are in, in your environment. 100%. But this, guys, this goes back to the very beginning when we start talking about this is, once again, what you surround yourself in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I think Josh brings up a good point. Some people, just it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But here's the thing. Your accountability is yours. Yes. So the people that do not accept it and do not want it, that's not a reflection of you. That's a reflection of them. Correct. Okay that means you still hold yourself accountable and you still hold everybody else accountable and vice versa. Those people who do not want to do that, they will eventually just, they'll go, they'll be gone. Yeah. They'll leave. You'll want, you know what I mean? Get them out. And that is what it is, but that's why it's so important that whether it's your friend group or wherever it is, you are, you're surrounding yourself with people who share that like-mindedness because guys, accountability is growth. You know, accountability is those stepping stones to reach those goals that you want. It is improvement. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, and honestly, it's, it's, uh, it's like a healthy, good virus thing. <laughs> For sure. You know what I mean? Because it's something that will spread. Yeah. And yeah. people will grow and mature from that. And we talk about success and failure. Accountability is the main component to those things. Correct. If you're holding people accountable... Your percentages of success skyrocket. Mm-hmm. It's when those things don't occur that basically you're functioning within chaos. And if you really, if you are running, uh, you know, a business, watch your numbers, right? Because your numbers will dwindle immediately. If you're a family who's not holding each other accountable, your failure is going to be for a lack of relationship, lack of control. You know, parents like, oh, I can't. They don't do anything I tell them, and they never listen, and, and nothing's right, and all that. Yeah, you're driving yourself crazy mm-hmm. because there's no accountability. Mm-hmm specifics specifics yeah, details details and they matter that's the thing and that's a, that's what a lot of people a lot of listeners might be listening to this show well I, I do hold my household or my team or my 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 company accountable but are you being specific is it is it hey matt is it general hey matt how yeah. how many how many phone calls did you make this week uh around 10 no no, no. Did you make eight, seven, nine, eleven? What? How many phone calls? Be being specific will 
increase the result of your accountability. Well, here's the thing. He can say around 10, and that sounds good. You know, whatever your quota is. Right. But then when he has to be specific and six is actually around 10 and he has to say six, then what what he's done is he's admitted to himself. He instantly has realized, man, I fell short. Exactly. I can do better. Exactly. Do you know? So it's it, those things are important. It's like yesterday, my our eight-year-old, uh, my wife and I were having a conversation with a friend of ours. Eight-year-old comes up and she walks right in and starts talking right into the conversation, asking a question. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I just stopped her. I said, what was going on here? She's like, well, you guys were talking. And I said, yes. I said, so if you have a question for me or mommy, I said, you walk over, you wait till there's a pause and you say, excuse me. Yes. That is a way of holding her accountable. And do you know what it did? It just showed her that, okay, I can be corrected in a loving, compassionate way in front of other people. Yeah, maybe sometimes that comes with a little bit of embarrassment. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm not going to have? I'm not going to have an 18-year-old brat right. who doesn't know how to be corrected. That won't listen then when she, as she will now. So it's, it's why it's important to <laughs> right. start those things early. It's like, you know, we think, oh, they're just kids. It's just that age. No, 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 no. It's training. Yes. Starting, Mark. It's even, training. To elaborate on that, that's perfect, Mark, because starting early, exactly, stop, nips it in the butt. There's, and again, another example, this is, and this, I love this topic so much because not only is it so relatable and, and, our, and Every everything aspect that of we life. do, but yeah. especially within Visionary Meals, guys, everything that we do is based on consistency. Oh, and absolutely. If, Your whole if, product line has to exactly. be. And if it is not consistent, it, and hand someone not holding someone accountable. I want the teriyaki wings. They better taste the same way each time. Exactly, especially because if you're ordering twice a week, you know what yes. I mean. So yes, the 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 nipping it in the butt is you could you could say you could start up one day and say I'm going to start from here on out and hold my team accountable. Well, it's better late than never. But if you start that stuff from day one, okay, and don't let bad habits create the 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 result of what accountability that you wanted out of your team is going to just like your daughter Hallie. Okay, yeah. you you nip it in the butt now, like yes. you just said, guys. It so many individuals. I, we have an air tracking sheet within our kitchen. At the yeah. end of the day, we have an air tracking sheet. What went wrong? Yeah. Okay. Whether we make that air every week, each new cook day, I talk about the, talk about with the team. Hey guys, we were missing a sauce. Okay. Luckily, we catch it on our end because we have QC quality control. Yes. Yeah. Ton of details that go into that, so that our customer matter. doesn't see it. Yep. But we 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 elaborate, and I hold our key team accountable because I'm holding my doing my best to hold myself accountable and we and we talk about it and and that's what you do you nip it in the butt right away well it's like you said it's better late than never but I will tell you guys this if you find if you're if you're listening to this now and you're like man this is something that maybe we've been doing not so well or maybe you're saying this is something we haven't been doing at all this is where it's so important for you to embrace uh, those two complete deliveries, because the on, the only way for it to be better late than never and be successful is full disclosure, mm-hmm. because you have to be able to walk in there with everybody, have a team meeting, whatever it is, and say, here's the areas where we're failing. Here's the areas where we're struggling. This is something we're going to present. This is an area where I'm going to hold myself responsible and they're in turn holding you. Yes. So you now have to basically stand up and declare this and then it's going to be super important that your works and your attitude mm-hmm. and your example are matching your message. Yes. Because yes. if it does, yeah, you may have a little bit of resistance in the beginning. But then when it comes time to hold people accountable, say, yes, remember we had this discussion. Here's areas where we're working to improve. Mm-hmm. These are the new things that we're trying to instill. When that discussion goes down, that person has no leg to stand on to say, well, I don't see you doing it. Correct. No, 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 no. You have to almost elevate yourself and hold yourself to even a higher standard so that growth can happen. Right. You say, hey, this is on me. Absolutely. This is on me, guys. This, Absolutely. This error, this fault, this failure is on me. We're going to make it better. That's full ownership. You have to take ownership. Extreme ownership of your life is everything. And and you know, Mark and I have worked with a lot of quarterbacks, and and you know, one thing that I have always <sighs> inbred into my quarterbacks when I've worked with them, whether their ball was perfect or over their head, it's their fault. Hey, on me. It's your on fault. On me. On me. Tell, tell that receiver, it's on you. You are the captain. You are the leader of that offense. And if you can't take accountability and you're going to try to put that on your guy, you're the one delivering the ball. Now, don't get me wrong. If it's 10, if it hits him, bounces off his chest, then. Yeah, but that's where he should take the accountability before you can say a word, his hands in the air. Exactly. So, and that's it. But it starts with you. It starts with you. If your receiver can see you saying every single time, hey, that's on me. 
I think that one time if it bounces off his chest, he can be like, hey, Q, that's me, my fault. Yeah. My but, fault. you know, it's a funny story. So, you know, my, my son plays quarterback, and I always tell him, I said, you know, Blake, the, the hardest part about being quarterback is when things are going good, everybody loves you. When things are going bad, everybody hates you. <laughs> and I said, and you have to remember, even if it's a local small-town newspaper reporter, I said, after a win, your O-line was the greatest, the running back yeah. did his job fantastic, and the receivers made great catches. Mm-hmm. I said, after a loss, you got to get better. Yeah, I said it. that's just how it is. That's how it works. I said it's it's that that's the weight that you carry. Yeah, but you know what that is is that's your way of putting yourself in a position because there's those moments on the field where when a guy is stepping out of line, you're the guy that can walk up, get in his face, and say, "Get your block," Correct. or you're the guy that can say, "Hit that hole," or you're the guy that can say, "You need to create separation. You can beat this guy all day. Mm-hmm. Stop being lazy on your routes." Yeah. That's where it begins. Exactly. And you know why you can do that? You know why you can get in their face, either if it's in the field or in the office, and say, hey, you need to do your job better? Because for the past 365 days times five, you've been saying, hey, that's on me. That's on me. That's on me. That's my fault. Now it's your turn to hold them accountable because they can't say, hey, when are you going to hold yourself accountable? You can be like, I've been doing it for the past 365 days. Hold yourself accountable. Mm you will then in hand be able to hold others accountable. And where does that culture start? That culture starts with the coaches and the coaching staff. Yes. Once again, the leadership. The leadership. You know what I mean? And you're instilling, you're instilling this confidence the entire time. And you know what you're doing? You're creating self-worth and identity. Mm-hmm. But if you cannot correct each other, if you cannot do that in a way uh, to, to and uh, encourage growth, mm-hmm. then you're just going to fail. You're going to crumble because... All that's created is division, yeah. you know, and I'm telling you guys, you're going to fail at this. You're going to fail at this. It's so hard. The, the question for, and you're going to run into this. I promise you, you, I promise you, you run into this. It doesn't matter how hard you work at this. You will still have people who will still only focus on the faults. Mm-hmm. Irregardless. Right. This is like anything else. No one is perfect at accountability. You will fail at this, but mark my word, you'll still have people whose decision is to only focus on your faults. Now, I'll tell you this. That is them. That is a them issue. Those are people who are stuck in the um, entitlement. Those are people who are stuck in who don't like accountability, who don't like criticism, Mm -hmm. because they don't want to admit their weaknesses. Those people are going to have to grow on their own. Mm -hmm. You just need to stick to the plan. Right. And you need to stick to this plan, and you need to surround yourself with other like-minded people who are willing to fail, who are willing to accept, I'm not going to be perfect, but I'm going to continue to work at this. Because that's where that affirmation will come in. Because they'll say, hey, you know what, man, I noticed that you're messed up at this. Man, you've been doing so good at this, 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 and this. And that's where you get a little bit of the accountability. Mm -hmm. And that's where you get a little bit of that affirmation. And you're still going to get that growth. And you're still going to continue to move forward. It's it's every time. and It's the balance you said earlier. Well, Mark, it's the, the best companies in the world, the best teams in the world, the best organizations, great households, in the world guys are are not they did not get there out of coincidence yeah it was through holding individuals accountable to reach to the top and like mark said if they cannot if they are not able to recognize that it's their fault and they can't hold themselves accountable then you you, you move on you, you find someone else them in the life i can't of, do it for you in in sports and and business anything I, I never I never cease to remind not only my people but myself everyone is replaceable. Oh yeah. Everyone yeah. is replaceable. And a, a a good question that I think all of us can ask is through holding an individual accountable and through the growth of that team, household, organization, the, a good question you could ask is after so long with that person, would you hire them again? Would that person feel the starting position. Yeah. That if if your answer is is yes, then they have grown through the accountability hopefully that you've instilled upon them. But the if the answer is no, it's time to bring something else, someone else in that can instill and take hand well, of yeah, that. Well, because I mean two things happen. I and mean, we're when we're talking like in business and maybe you can even talk in friend circles. You know what I mean? You could even talk in friend circles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, cuz then you start bringing in trust and all those things. Right. But what happens is, is if you don't, um, unfortunately, distance that person or remove that person from that situation, that negativity begins to spread. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then everything that you've built begins to be tore down. Yes. And there's always this thorn in the side, as the word would say. Those things need to be removed. Correct. You know what I mean? And obviously, you can't, 
we're not talking about replacing your children or your husband or your <laughs> wife or your parents. It's not what we're talking about. That doesn't that statement doesn't apply there, but definitely in business and other areas of life. But it's like you think about your family life though, and what happens with that. It it's not that no one's being replaced per se from that role, but that relationship may be replaced. Maybe they'll find a different figure to add to their life yeah. to fulfill that for them, and it won't be you. And so that relationship will diminish. And that goes back to what I said. That's when the reflection has to go into where the accountability is. Is it me or is it them? Mm-hmm. So if they're replacing you because you are trying to hold them accountable, and if, if they're replacing you because uh, you're willing to have those tough conversations, well, they're just going to replace you with somebody that tells them what they want to hear. And there's nothing you can do about yeah. that. But if they're replacing you because you're not willing to do those things, then that's you. Then you're the one that needs to improve. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's, uh, that's the thing. That's the more of today's show, guys. If you cannot find someone else to be holding themselves accountable, I think it's time for yourself to look in the mirror. Yeah. Are you holding yours? Are you, are, you, are you doing what you say you're doing? And if you ask yourself, well, what motivates me to hold myself accountable? I'll tell you right now, if you're a believer, first and foremost, it would be God. Amen. If you're a non-believer and you're saying, I don't know what would hold myself accountable, the first thing I would tell you is DM us or call us and we'll introduce you to him. Yeah, because that's that's what he wants to do. He that's wants to, he wants to provide you that accountability yeah. from his standpoint, so then he can provide you all the blessings he can give. Every every I I do my very best. Everything that I do in my life, I whatever area if it if it's completely not directly co- correlated to faith, my accountability is still relied on my faith. Yeah, and it's yeah. because my why, knowing that Christ is my savior, and that is truly my number one why relying on that faith allows me to be a lot more adapt and or not adapt but a lot more likely to hold myself accountable because it is what Christ wants and and, and fulfilling God's purpose yeah is and what I mean I always try to do I, would, I have no problems exposing myself to you guys you know this topic you know this topic was brought on because of failure mm-hmm. and accountability you know and, and reflection in my life and things that I've had to work on yeah. in the way that God's moved over me this last month five weeks whatnot and it made it it and God tied all those things in together and saying hey this is an aspect that it's there mm-hmm. but man you can do so much better at it you know what I mean that's what I tell you guys we don't come on the show to preach at you we come at the show to a uh, be exposed and admit to you here are areas of weaknesses we have here's areas and this is our growth and we let you guys uh, you know have the sneak peek in that mm-hmm. and if you find yourself there too then we hope that whatever wisdom that we're given that we can give to you and encouragement and vice versa mm-hmm. you know what I mean so once again it's something else that it's gosh you're gonna have to work on it every day yeah and you're not gonna be perfect at it but it's the whole point of are you putting the effort into it right and got to kind of wrap things up here we said at the beginning of the show that accountability is hard. Yeah. We, I didn't just look that up on Google as accountability hard. Yes or no. No. The, the reason we know accountability is hard is like what Mark just said. We fail at it guys. every day, every day. And so don't ever, we don't ever want you guys as the listeners to hear what we're hearing and think that we do it perfectly. We share this stuff with you more so because We've been there, and a lot of times we have failed there, and we have learned from there. And there's times that we currently are there. Exactly. I, I currently am there. There's yeah. a ton of areas in my life where I need to hold myself more accountable. I mean, it is probably endless, to be honest. But the reason this show is also so important is because the times that we have held ourselves accountable, the results have been up against none. I mean, oh, the, yeah. Results, yeah. the results are impeccable. Yeah. So... Having the skill set of holding first yourself accountable and then learning to hold others accountable, your, your circle of life is just going to be so much greater and stronger. Yeah. Well, and honestly, when you're doing it and you're surrounding yourself in the right areas, in the right arena and around the right people, it makes it easier. Yeah. Every time. It does. It does. It just makes it easier. So it's just food for thought. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Wow. Visionary Meals. Man. Super excited. Visionary Meals is, is um, yeah. Go gosh, ahead, bro. The, you know, I'll tell you guys, if you haven't tried Visionary Meals, I would strongly suggest not because obviously, uh, you know, I know, John, no, because it's good. It's flat out good. It tastes good and it's good for you. Yeah. Uh, I tell people time, it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. Uh, it's meticulously made. You hear the detail and the accountability that occurs in the kitchen. These people care about their product, number one. And we are very blessed uh, that Visionary Meals supports us in doing, you know, this practice and on this platform. Um, you know, and it's... It, 
God's doing amazing things for visionary meals and great things are still coming. So, and, and even now during this whole COVID epidemic, um, you know, guys, visionary meals care so much about their customer that they've, you know, made the necessary changes to make sure that not only is the handling of the food safe, the shipping of the food safe, and guys, they're delivering it directly to your doorstep. Mm -hmm. So they understand the circumstances that are out there. And yet they're still trying to make sure that anybody who needs is being provided for. So yeah. we're thankful yeah. for Visionary Meals. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Visionary Meals. And thank you to all of our supporters of Visionary Meals and, of course, Deliberately Linked. Guys, again, just a reminder, shoot us that, shoot us that subscribe. Show us a five-star review, guys. Positive feedback. Shoot us a DM or an email if you got something negative to share. Um, we will continue to keep doing our best. And we'll and, thank you for holding us accountable. Yeah, yeah. Hold us accountable, guys. Like we said, we we have much to, much areas to improve on that. Um, but once again, guys, share this with a friend. Let Share this episode with someone that you think can benefit from this because I know we all know someone, and it's easy to share this. All you have to do is whatever device you're listening on, pull up that pull up hit those three dots or whatever it is where it says share you can send it via text message they can pull it up directly from their phone share this with someone that you think can benefit from this because i know we all have someone guys i'm going to leave you with the leverage of exposing yourself and your weaknesses will be the strengths in taking those first steps to holding yourself accountable by holding others accountable deliberately